Welcome to SBRE Capital Matters, the only show focused on the small balance real estate community with your host, Matt Burke. Welcome to Capital Matters. Thank you very much for joining us. This is the only show on the internet that focuses strictly on small balance real estate entrepreneurs and the high net worth investors that capitalize those deals. And so um, it's a pleasure to be here with you again today. We have another great show for you. Uh, Today we have a gentleman who runs a mortgage pool fund back on the East Coast, a guy that I met several years ago at a uh, conference and got to know a bit over the years, visit him every time or most of the times that I'm back in New York. In fact, I was out there uh, a couple of months ago and, and visited him in his office and sat through his, his very entertaining portfolio meeting, uh, which I've done on a few occasions and uh, really enjoy working with this guy. And um, so today I'm pleased to welcome on our show, Billy Presida. Welcome, Billy. Thank you, Matt. Nice to be here. Good talking to you, man. I haven't seen you since, uh, since I was out there in November, but um, sounds like everything's good and glad to have you on the show. Thank you. Always good to see you. So uh, maybe tell us a little bit, Billy, about you know what is. I know you run a, uh, a mortgage pool fund back there called the Hundred Mile Fund. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about you know what that what that fund does, what it is, and uh, what you got going there? Well, uh, we opened the fund. This fund is my third fund, and we opened this fund in 2011. And uh, my prior two funds did deals all over the United States, ranging from five to a hundred million. And in this fund, I started to realize, and hopefully I think you get a little smarter as you get more older, that I really didn't need to go more than 100 miles from where uh, we're headquartered in the uh, Angler Cliffs. So uh, we concentrate on 100 miles uh, from New York City. Uh, our sweet spot is 2 to $20 million, though we've done deals as big as 140 And we try to stay close to home because... Uh, one, we know more folks here, and two, when things go bad, we're able to uh, fix them better because we know everybody. And uh, and three, the simple thing, I can get there by car within two hours. It's always nice to uh, to do it in your backyard where you where you know what you got. In fact, I remember the last time I was out there with you, we went and visited the, the uh, one of your borrowers who was doing a uh, uh, what was it? What was she doing? A condo over there in in uh, Manhattan, and uh, we were watching Billy do his thing on, on helping, helping her get to the finish line, let's say. Yeah, well, we're a little bit different than most private lenders and uh, just a selfless plug or selfish plug, but we were named uh, top private lender in America by Institutional Investor last year. Um, what we do is, because I was a general contractor and developer, we actually get our, our shoes dirty and our hands dirty, and we're there at construction meetings uh, at least once a month, sometimes more often. And because I built more buildings than most folks, uh, we lend that expertise uh, to make sure our uh, borrowers get to the finish line, as you say, or make sure they're successful, which is why in 25 years of doing this, we've only had four all-out foreclosures. And actually, in those four instances, those were folks that, one, didn't listen, and two, committed fraud. And three, in all those instances, we got all our money back, uh, which is why being a lender is the best seat at the table. 
Yeah, and I know that uh, maybe you can give us a little more example of some of the kinds of deals that you've done and that you're doing. I know that we've, uh, you know, we've participated in some of them, so I have a pretty good understanding. And, and we'll get into some of the capital structure component, which I know a lot of our listeners and audiences very interested in the second half of the show. But, but tell us a little bit more about some of the kinds of deals you like to do and, and things that things that you guys find interesting. Well, in this fund, as the cycle began in 11 and 12, we were mostly helping borrowers buy their debt back at a discount and then helping them finish their project. Most of them were what I'll call late-stage construction, the stuff that was 75 to 90% complete. We'd help buy the debt, uh, and then we'd finish the buildings, and those ranged mostly from your vanilla asset classes, office, retail, multifamily, and, uh, and condo. Uh, as the market matured, uh, you went from stuff that was 75 to 90% complete. You went to stuff that was foundations and or just approved dirt. Same thing. We were buying debt down at a discount, helping the borrower get the project back up and finished. And now we're back to just straight up lending again to special situations where it's either the borrower's credit problem litigation, environmental, lease-up risk, etc. This fund's completed uh, just about $500 million of those types of loans. Uh, we're just getting paid off uh, on a uh, $70 million ground-up condo in Jersey City. Uh, we're just finishing out a $50-ish million um, uh, group of historic uh, renovations in Philly, but most interesting, and actually the lunch I just came from, was we did a one of our smallest loans, $750,000, uh, on a property that cleans and repairs home, home fuel oil trucks. So when you look at that and go, okay, you went from a $70 million shiny high-rise condo in Jersey City, million-dollar condos, what are you doing doing a fuel oil truck repair facility in Patterson? Well, it's the same reason that we just did an industrial complex that houses an auto body repair, auto mechanic, and a couple of other industrial uses in Hawthorne, New Jersey, where we did a $3 million loan. And the reason is, in the, the course of the cycle, um, you know, you go from the irregular asset classes as the market is maturing and coming out of a downturn, which was where we were from 11 until 15, to now, you know, you can always make money as long as you're not managing a billion dollars. We're only managing, we <coughs> our portfolio is about $200 million. So you can always find spots in what I call specialty assets. So... You know, we just did a junkyard, which we got paid off on, unfortunately. But I think I would finance any junkyard within 100 miles of New York City uh, in a blink. Uh, junkyards have existed for 100 years, and they'll exist for another 100 years. So our asset class interest changes with where we are in the cycle. And frankly, I think we are at the uh, end of the cycle. This is the longest economic expansion in history, I think. Uh, yeah, tell, tell us some more about that. I know that you have some pretty strong opinions about the market generally, and, and I know you're you know just on the other side of the Hudson River from Manhattan, so obviously uh, all of New York City and all the way down to Philadelphia and all that encompass your market territory. What do you see happening back there, and kind of where do you think things are headed? 
Well, uh, where I think I had it, I wish I could go back. I would have just invested a million dollars in bitcoins and not been on the phone today, right? <laughs> but um, <laughs> you can't turn back the clock. Uh, the the general take on the market is. Uh, four years ago, I predicted that the 10 million and up condo market and housing market in general was going to tail off by 30 to 40 percent, which it has. Um, and frankly, a lot of the Manhattan market, where you heard about 50, 60 million dollar condos, that, that was all stolen money from foreign nationals who were coming over here and you know buying condos with stolen money as a way to launder it, which the attorney general eventually caught on to. But from the standpoint of appraisers, all of a sudden they were able to show that there was a market, a substantive market, for condos $25 million to $50 million in Manhattan. That's pretty much gone away completely. The, uh, the multifamily sector, um, everybody seems to be jumped into and everybody seems to be drinking the Kool-Aid, uh, so to speak, that, you know, there's an unlimited um, depth to the rental market. Uh, so no matter where you look, uh, particularly Manhattan, Jersey City, Long Island City, Williamsburg, um, I think we've got a very substantial oversupply coming uh, in that space. So we're avoiding that like the plague. That doesn't mean we won't do some multi. You know, we'll, we'll, we're looking at some stuff uh, in different pockets around um, around the transit hubs, uh, but staying away from the the primary cities uh, where the overbuilding is occurring and where land costs are too high. Uh, generally speaking, you know I'm pretty much uh, taking the position that sometime between summer and fall of next year we're going to have a big correction. Unfortunately, in real estate. When one asset class gets infected, um, everybody else gets gets the sniffles or the cold or the flu. So uh, the bad news is you always have to have a correction. The good news is we've only had 1.3 million, I think we just hit 1.3 million housing starts, and that's compared to 2.5 million in 2006 and seven. So we're well below the housing production of the last cycle, uh, and most of the 1.2 million units we are building are multi, and they're multi in very concentrated areas. So I think this will be a short correction, you know, nine months to 18 months, which was typical of the cycles over the past, um, you know, well, I should say uh, uh, prior to 1990, most recessions were under 18 months. So I think this one will not be anywhere near what we saw from the subprime prime crisis, but it is coming. It's just a question of when. All right, so we're going to take a quick break here, and after the break we'll talk a little more on the capital side of the equation with uh, Billy Presida from the 100 Mile Fund out of uh, New Jersey, and let's take a quick break. Redwood Real Estate Administration, LLC, is a third-party administration firm focused exclusively on non-institutional-sized real estate asset-based funds, syndications, and managers. Redwood REA's exclusive focus on small balance real estate combined with high-touch answers, accessibility, personal service, and full spectrum of SBRE solutions is what a growing number of clients highly regard as the Redwood difference. 
If you are looking to streamline your back office and professionalize your financial and investor reporting, then contact Redwood Real Estate Administration today at www.redwoodrea.com. Redwood REA, the small balance real estate back office administration experts. The small balance real estate community is growing. Comprised of serious real estate entrepreneurs and savvy high net worth investors, the shared abundance mindset is a bond. SBREfunds.com is where the SBRE community gathers to grow their knowledge and their portfolios. If you are looking for SBRE investment opportunities, educational content across the spectrum of SBRE-focused topics, and an online resource exclusively servicing the flourishing SBRE community, then SBREfunds.com welcomes you. Welcome back to SBRE Capital Matters. I'm here today with Billy Presida from the 100 Mile Fund out of the uh, New York metropolitan area. And Billy, uh, I'd like to talk a little bit more on the capital side of the equation now. You're throwing around some pretty big numbers, and I get this question quite a bit from people is uh, around, you know, what really is small balance versus uh, more institutional style. And I tend to define it not so much necessarily by the average size of of the deal, which of course in New York area tends to be considerably larger than most every place else in the country, you know, but by how they capitalize those deals and the degree to which people have a more challenging time attracting, you know, true large institutional capital kind of puts them in that small balance space. And I, I'm pretty familiar with your fund structure, but why don't you share with the audience here a little bit about how that's set up? You mentioned your uh, managing about two hundred million, but that's that's total asset size, correct? So the size, the equity size of the fund is is less than that, and you have some level of debt in there and so forth. But sh- share a little bit with us about how you're structured. Uh, so, of our approximately two hundred million dollar mortgage portfolio at the moment, which fluctuates anywhere between one fifty and two fifty, uh, we have fifty five million dollars in the fund proper. Uh, which is approximately 150 investors, ranging from 50,000 to a couple of million. Uh, I'm one of the biggest investors in the fund with approximately 